Welcome to the Rise and Thrive Podcast. My name is Liz Paris. And I'm Christina Cyphers. We're sisters. And we have been on a journey to get unstuck in life and learn tips, tools, and techniques to find more success, love, and happiness. We want to share what we've learned with you to help you move from surviving to thriving. All right, welcome back to another episode of Arise and Thrive. Today we have Gina Barrett, who is an amazing woman and is actually Christina and my cousin. Well, married to our cousin, so even family. And she was born and raised in Rexburg. She got her bachelor's degree from BYU-Idaho and uh, has a degree in marriage and family studies. She graduated, or she got her graduate degree from Idaho State University with a degree in counseling, and she's currently working as a high school counselor in Idaho Falls, Idaho. Welcome, Gina. We're so excited to have you today. Yeah, welcome. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much. It's good to be here. So today, Gina is an amazing woman, and um, as I've counseled with her several times in my life, she just always has such wisdom and I asked her what she could share with us today for our listeners that would help them in life. And she was ranting and raving about the four agreements from Don Miguel Ruiz. Did I say that right, Gina? Yes. Okay. And so this is, these are some guides to live by. She's going to talk more about what these four agreements are. And today she's going to share with us the first two agreements. And so Gina, tell us a little bit more about what these four agreements are and why you've kind of fallen in love with these as a standard for people. Okay. So the four agreements, um, was written, I think you already said his name, Don Miguel Ruiz. He's, um, <clears throat> he's a, a, a Toltec, which is like, um, it's, it's ancient wisdom, uh, that's, that's from Mexico. Uh, and so I, I first want to say though, that he wrote this book and I'm, I'm not the expert, but, but, but reading this book and utilizing these concepts, these four agreements has just been a game changer for me. And that's why I wanted to share it with everybody because I feel um, if you can get these four concepts down, it, it can transform your life. Uh, so that's why I wanted to share it with everybody. And uh, the, I'll just, I'll basically just take you through, there's four agreements. And like you said, we're going to talk about the two. Yeah, uh, so tell us what the first two are. Um, when Gina was explaining these to me, I was amazed that they're such powerful, strong statements or agreements that really can help you transform your life. And what was it, Gina, that you said that they're for helping bring more love into life? Yeah, it's just like said, a it's, it's, it's a guide that helps us ac access happiness and love. And who can't, awesome. who can't, you know, access more happiness and love in their life? Yeah. Who doesn't want that? For yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, um, very first agreement and what I'll do is I'll tell you actually the four agreements, all four of them, and we can, we can break them down. I don't even know. Uh, which I'll, I'll actually do them all in order. But so for number one, be impeccable with your word. 
Number two, don't take anything personally. And number three, don't make assumptions. Four, always do your best. So those are the four agreements. Um, and they, they remained in secrecy for hundreds of years. They were kind of just passed on, you know, um, throughout the generations. And then Don Miguel wrote this book because he was guided to, it's, it's finally time to share this with um, the people in the world. And I just couldn't be more grateful for, I mean, like, okay, so start with uh, number one, be impeccable with your word. Like, so yeah, tell us more what that means, impeccable with your word. Okay, so words are powerful. Like, the, the book gives them, I mean, you're, by the way, you don't have to read the book to, to, to take these concepts because sometimes um, keeping it simple, like the book's only 140 pages. It's, it's like, you can read it in two hours. It's a really easy read, but just keeping it to these four agreements. So like words are powerful, be impeccable with your words. They, the book used the example of um, Hitler, you know, he used his words that manipulated a lot of people. And we saw what happened there um, and it, his words were dangerous. Like words have two edges. One's, one edge can, you know, like if you're impeccable with your word and you speak with integrity and you say only what you mean, um, it can, it can kind of open up your world and it, it's a beautiful thing. Like people start believing you, wow, this person has integrity. Um, you misuse your words. So like avoid using the word to speak against yourself or gossip about others. Um, it becomes poison. So you want to, you know, like the, the, like I said, the one edge is impeccability and people believe you or the other edge is that dark, poisonous side where you're misusing it and it destroys people around you. It destroys relationships and everything, right? Yeah, it, it, it really does. And so if you use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love, you will be amazed at the kind of doors it opens. And like, I've, you know, I, like, I think we, as women, we, tend to need to vent. And so I'm not here to guilt or shame anyone and say, don't vent. And, you know, cause I think that's necessary at times, but I notice when I don't feel the need to vent or, you know, to, to a close person, say like my sisters, I, um, I'm like, wow, I, I just, I feel like, um, keeping it to myself just gives me more believability, credibility, integrity, because I don't have the need to, to, to vent. And um, since and I- it's almost it, you're showing a respect towards people is what I think, you know, you're honoring them in their journey and where they're at instead of trash talking what they're choosing or what they're doing or that kind of backbiting or um, gossiping, I guess is the word. Right, because we all- you know, I think, I do believe in the good of humankind. Like we, we all are doing our best. And, and when we trash talk and we, you know, we, we're seeing the darkness in people, it doesn't shed good light on us. It, it, we're not, we're not acting with good intention or 
that we're not seeing who we can be as influencers to spread that light and love. Yeah, almost a reflection of ourselves when we speak poorly of others, for sure. Right, right. And so like, um, just that, that, that one is kind of the foundation is be impeccable with your word. And if, if anything, I mean, it, it's, it, it, I can't say enough about how much it's transformed my life. And especially as I've become a counselor um, and I have like that confidentiality piece, I don't, I really have learned, keep it to myself. Don't talk about others. And it's, it's just helped me feel like a better human being all the way around, you know? That's awesome. Because you don't know that's the great, Uh-huh. I was just going to say, that's, that's a great agreement to start with, is starting with your words, what yeah. actually comes out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then so the next, we ready to move on to the next one? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. The next so number one, two. number two agreement is don't take anything personally. And so like, let's just, I, as I was kind of thinking about this, I, I was taken back to a memory in seventh grade. And so we've all had moments where we want to take things personally. And so when I was in seventh grade and you know how you cut up your pictures and you hand them out to your friends and this one bully, this boy came up to me and I was, you know, I was, getting, I was handing some pictures out to some of my friends and he's like, I don't know why you think your picture's special. I wouldn't want one of you. And <laughs> oh, how rude. And Gina's inside going, oh, thanks a lot, right? Yes. <laughs> We've all been there with the bully. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine a seventh grader, how that stabbed your heart. And sometimes, like, we all are kind of like, it's not, I'm not saying we're all seventh graders, but we sort of can take some of that pain into our adult lives and take things personal. And, and really looking back, I look back and I'm like, oh man, I should not have taken that personal. Had I known what I know now, I would not have let that affect me because, um, it really is more about him. Like what, why did he feel the need to, to like put someone down? And, um, like these days, I, I understand that what he said was about his own personal insecurities and that, I mean, I've learned my self-worth. I, I wouldn't give him the privilege of having a picture of me. He doesn't deserve that. And I've learned my value and my worth. And I've learned, you know, I looking back, it's like, man, that kid wanted to be so popular that he had to take people out of the way um, that he was threatened by. Them down. Yeah. Push them down to lift himself up. Right. Yeah. And so like, once, so when, once I got a hold of this concept, I was like, don't take anything personally. Like, I just can't say enough. I, I think number two is my, my favorite because, not, and here's the reason why, is because nothing others do is because of you. So whatever they do that, that you might want to take personal, it's not about you. It's, it's just not. And so realizing that, I've been able to avoid a ton of needless suffering. Like, it's, it's like a projection of their own reality, um, like their own dream. They want, like, like I was explaining about this kid, he wanted to be popular. He wanted these things. And um, I just, these days it's like, I, 
I don't really have time to put any energy into that. It detracts from what I really want to do in life. And so, you know, I would say I spent a good part of my early 20s and, and 30s taking stuff personally because I thought that that made me a better person to take feedback from others. You know, if, if, I, if, if I got negative feedback or um, what do they call that, like uh, constructive criticism. Oh, yeah. If I, if I were to put that and into practice, it'd be like, well, yeah, because I'm so caring. I want to, I want to improve. And I, and I was like, no, I don't have the energy now because um, I realized that, that I need to be immune to the opinions and actions of others. So mm -hmm. I won't needlessly suffer because I don't, I don't, I need to be doing better things with my time. For sure. So, it's almost like the sensitivity breaks you down because you're sensitive to it in a way that hurts you instead of, okay, I'm going to learn from this and do better. It's, it's painful almost. <laughs> right. So I have a question for you. So what tips would you have for our listeners, Gina? Like if you could go back in a time machine and talk to your middle school self um, about this particular, you know, situation with this kid that said that, how would you tell someone to not take things personally? I feel like there's, I feel like it's one thing to say, like, don't take things personally, but what kind of, um, like what action steps, I guess, can we take to not take things personally? Oh, that is such a good question because when we're, when we're younger and even now still it's, it's a, it's a tricky line because we're programmed to, especially I, I want to say women, we're programmed to care. We're programmed to want to, to please, um, please. Yes. yes, exactly. And so, so action steps. So if I was talking to my seventh grade self and I actually have a seventh grade daughter, so I try to help with that concept. And it's, it's a little tricky because it's, it's not like you want to be like this kind of like this person that doesn't have feeling when someone hurts your feelings. It's more, you want to, you want to understand that you don't need to be affected if it's hurting you. You, you need to understand your worth is, is more where I'm coming at this from. Like, like don't, be, don't be immune to other people's opinions, but, mm -hmm. but just, you know, so, so, my, so yeah, I do talk about this with my seventh grader and, I, and I'll say, you know, that I bet, I, you know, we just, we just got to understand that we don't need to suffer when someone hurts our feelings or someone says something they might not mean, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt. What if there's something bad going on at home or hurtful going on at home and just understanding that they're trying to get their needs met and which doesn't serve you. And so just kind of let it roll off your back and, and get some resiliency. Um, sure. And, and Christina, you're right. It's, it's kind of a, I think it's a hard topic. Um, to, to go back to my seventh grade self, because like, honestly, I don't think I could have really, you know, been as resilient as you wanted to be. <laughs> be like, mom, if you're telling me that, like, or yeah, I don't think I could have been. Yeah. So, but, yeah. but it, I think the steps are just to love yourself, starting with looking love at yourself in the mirror. Mm -hmm. I love myself. I matter. I project light. I project love and starting to believe in yourself. I think that's the biggest action step to take. And so once you do that, then you realize 
oh, this person must be coming at me from a place of hurt and I don't need to take on that energy. I can take on the the position of who I really want to be and who I know I'm meant to be and I can be yeah. kind in spite of it. Great. Thank you. That's awesome. It reminds me of a quote um, from Byron Katie. That was another book we talked about on our podcast, The Loving What Is book. And in her book, I... I don't have the exact quote, but it says something to the effect of real life is not as painful as the stories that we tell about it. And it's almost like the pain comes from the attachment to a story or, oh, they're trying to hurt me. They're trying to be mean to me. And when we remove that whole factor, you know what? It's not about them trying to be mean to me or hurt me. It's something else going on. And so then helping you understand, like you said, what's going on in their life. So maybe even taking that step back and saying, okay, what's going on for them or how to, so yeah, probably first kind of powering up, like you said, with talking to yourself positively and showing yourself love and gaining that confidence, but then also shifting that story, I think is a big thing too, because the story is what's painful, our attachment to our story. Yeah, we have, and we all have these stories, which is basically these agreements. So as Byron Katie's calling it, the story we tell ourselves, it's this narrative that's damaging us. And we've got to change and transform the narrative or those agreements to believe something different. Definitely. That's so powerful. So Gina, if you'll just review the two, two of the first agreements and then we want you to share with us an oops moment before you go. So just tell us one more time what these two agreements are and then um, tell us what we have to look forward to in our next session too, what the next two agreements are. Uh, okay, so um, be impeccable with your word is the first agreement. Speak with, now, now just so you know, you can Google these. Um, and they'll just come like there people have them so you can pull it up as a quick cheat sheet. So be impeccable with your word, speak with integrity and say only what you mean. Avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others and use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. That's the first agreement. The second agreement is don't take anything personally because nothing others do is because of you and what others say and do is a projection of their own reality and their own dream. So it's like their own narrative. They want to, it's exactly what you're talking about. And then when you're immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be a victim of needless suffering. So, um, and you want the third and fourth right now? Yeah, For the so that's one? great. Those are the two we were introduced to today. And then when we have you back on, tell us what the next two agreements are. These are awesome. The third one is don't make assumptions. And the fourth one is always do your best. And uh, yeah, the, those are, those are power packed too with, with some really good life transforming um, tips. So yeah, they're such simple agreements, but they're so powerful. You can see how if you really implement them, I mean, even just starting with being impeccable with your words, think of if you did that with your kids. And every time they ask you to do something and you say later, if you really went back and did it later, that would be pretty awesome. Your kids would trust you so much more. So yeah. it's yeah. great. And Thank we you, will Gina, put that's these. Perfect. And we're so excited to have you back soon. Um, before you go, please share with us your an oops moment so <laughs> we can 
relate with you because we all have oops <laughs> moments. <laughs> I, oh, this one brought back a painful memory when I was, I was like, what, what are some of my oops moment? And then I started thinking and I'm like, oh, this was just, this was like not fun. So a couple years ago, I was the camp chef for our church's girls camp. Mm-hmm. And um, that day I was encouraged strongly to go on a hike. And I don't know why I chose to like be persuaded to go on this hike because that meant that I was going to be rushed at cooking time and I planned to cook Dutch oven that night. And so you, you can't really rush Dutch oven. So anyway, the hike was awesome, but coming back was like, you can't really rush Dutch oven because it takes a whole hour to get the coals going. And so I was like frantic trying to get everything on and I'm like, okay, all hands on deck. We got to get this. And so, um, to make it go faster, because uh, I didn't have enough coals, because um, anyway, so I'm like, okay, I know how to do this. My dad taught me through the years this, that you just stack the Dutch ovens, right? Because you make use of the top and the bottom coals. And I mm-hmm. uh, don't know why I put it in the middle of Grand Central Station, because I thought, you know, everybody sees these Dutch ovens. They're, they're not going to have a problem with them. And sure enough, like almost in a slow motion movie. So, so I don't know if you've ever had Dutch oven lasagna, but it is like the bomb. It's, it has such a different, like a better flavor. And oh, so sounds yummy. <laughs> yeah, so we, we had all this Dutch oven lasagna stacked up and um, <laughs> it was just like a, a, this low scene in a movie that you can't run fast enough to try to go save this. Sure enough, this, mm-hmm. this girl, accidentally bumped it like kind of got pushed into it and it it, this whole tower slowly toppled over and I almost got to it before (laughs) before it tipped over I almost tried to save it but it was yeah it was just like that I was like oh (laughs) no dinner and it it like everywhere there was like lasagna and we were in bear country so like imagine the mess imagine like oh we left all the bear food out for the bears to come get us oh no that's hilarious what did you guys eat for dinner cold cereal (laughs) seriously oh I I think we just got what was the leftovers because it was yeah probably something crazy like that it was like we we the bottom one we were able to salvage a little bit. So we just kind of all just found leftovers <laughs> and shared the bottom ones, but never roughed up. That's what I learned. Wow. Never them in the middle of Grand Central Station. Yeah. Live and learn, right? We all do that. <laughs> Live and learn. <laughs> awesome. Gina, it has been a delight to have you on today. Thank you so much for coming and sharing the first of the two agreements and we look forward to hearing from you again um appreciate you thank you for your time and for sharing such valuable tools with our listeners today thank you thank you have you been enjoying the arise and thrive podcast if you submit a review we have got an offer for you click the link in the notes below this episode Enter your name and your email, and we will send you a free copy of our valuable Beginner's Guide to Managing Your Emotions.